After another civil war broke out in my home country of South Sudan, my family became internally displaced and took refuge in the neighboring country of Ethiopia, where I was born. From there, we lived in three different refugee camps until we moved to the United States in 1994. The first state we moved to was California, me, myself, my mother, and my two sisters. This was a pivotal time in our lives. It was a time to restore and settle down in this new place we'd call home. From there, we all, we all began our academic journey. Myself and one of my sisters went to the local elementary school. My mother and my oldest sister started taking adult learning classes where they would learn the basics, the alphabets, the numeric system, how to write their names, etc. In addition, my mother also had to join the workforce. Back home, she held jobs in the medical profession. She was a midwife and she provided aid for the soldiers. Unfortunately, those skills and the skills and trainings didn't transfer into the American workforce, where she would only land jobs such as um, housekeeping, janitorial work, factory jobs. Jobs that paid very little, but required so much physical, hard manual labor. Work quickly consumed her life, and she had to put her education on hold. Because we were constantly seeking for better opportunity, we moved around a lot. The, the one move that I vividly remember was our second move. I was in junior high, it was a couple days before summer break, and my mom informed me that we would be moving to Minnesota. I didn't understand what was going on. I was getting ready to go to high school with all of my friends. I was gonna get my very first job where I anticipated on saving money to get my very first cell phone. I had my life all figured out at the age of 13, so I don't know why she was trying to ruin my life once again. It seems like moving became the trajectory of our lives. The only difference is in Africa, we were moving around for safety reasons. Whereas here, although our lives weren't in any imminent danger, we were at risk for such things as poverty and homelessness if she couldn't find adequate work to sustain us. So we went. Another obstacle that she faced due to her language barrier was communication within and outside of her household. Because she couldn't speak much English, she oftentimes needed a, an interpreter, which was oftentimes provided by the state, but sometimes they just weren't available. When I was younger, I would translate the little things to my mom. Um, at the, I would translate at the grocery store to the neighbors um, or just people in passing. But as I got older, my responsibilities in the household increased and I needed to pick up more of the translating, translating role. I began doing things such as checking our mail, reading it, understanding it, and relaying the message to her. Uh, I had to accompany her to doctor's appointments, both hers and ours, and I had to attend my own teacher-parent conferences. Those became very awkward. <laughs> When school was going well, it was fine. But when they weren't, <laughs> it, was, it got interesting. <laughs> One time, my teacher looked at me and she told me that I basically needed to get my grades up. Um, I was falling behind and if I didn't do so, I would fail her class. I turned to my mom and I told her what my teacher said. She looks at me and every parent knows what this is gonna look like. She turns to me and she goes, 
which means, my daughter, how can you be failing school while I'm struggling to raise you guys? I felt awful, but it wasn't totally my fault. Other kids in my class had parents, English-speaking parents to go home to that can help them with their work. I didn't have that because she didn't speak English. She wasn't able to help me with my work. But I continued on, and I became a self-learner. To this day, I do still translate for my mom. It is still a process. Um, but as I get ready to graduate school, I encourage her to go back to school. Um, and although at the time the task seemed daunting and it was oftentimes frustrating, it, it strengthened our relationship. I was also I was able to gain fluency in my native tongue of Nuer, which I lost along the way of going to English-speaking schools. Um, and she's also, it's forcing her to learn English much better because she has to interpret for me what I need to say and where. So it's beneficial for the both of us. But now as I get ready to walk across the stage to earn a bachelor's degree, I hope she'll return to school as now we can all provide for ourselves and she can resume her life and maybe one day I'll be attending, attending her conferences.